Welcome to the Irresistible You podcast. This is the place to get a dose of empowerment to create the life you crave and deserve. I'm your host, Amy Beltran, CEO and founder of Irresistible University. I'm a confidence coach that empowers women to love themselves by breaking down body image issues so they can lose the emotional weight and gain the confidence to look and feel irresistible at any size. Let's dive in with today's episode. All right, guys, this is going to be a good one, and there's a lot of juicy content, so I just want to get into it. And I want to kick off by saying these questions and asking you if you have ever found yourself saying these things to yourself. So, for example, how did I gain all of this weight? How did I gain back all of the weight that I worked so hard to lose? How did I get here? How did I get here again? These are actual questions that I used to ask myself all the time. And I say all the time because this is when I was on the yo-yo diet, body hate shame cycle with no end in sight. It went on for basically a lifetime. And you know, the first time that I gained the majority of my weight, when I had like my biggest weight gain of, of life besides pregnancy, which is completely in a different category by itself. Um, but I gained almost a hundred pounds in less than a year after I got out of high school. And when this happened to me, I was in complete denial. And Um, when I was, okay, so this past weekend, here I was laying in bed trying to fall asleep. And once again, I caught myself catching up on episodes of my 600 pound life. Thanks, Hulu. Um, I did an episode recently about victim mindset and it was spurred from watching this show. But hey, when the husband's out of town for work and you can't sleep, you do what you got to (laughs) do. Um, And I was sitting here watching the show, and I always get so many blog and podcast ideas from the show, and it's actually kind of embarrassing to admit, but I catch myself at times judging those people and asking myself, how could you let this happen? How could you let yourself get to 600 pounds? And I know, like, that's pretty effed up coming from a girl who had, who struggled with her weight her entire life, right? (laughs) Like, who am I to judge these people? Um, and then I'll think to myself, like, yeah, but I never let it get that bad. I mean, wouldn't I stop when the scale said 300 or 400? And I mean, what about if, like, I get to the point where I can't fit in seats? or I can't use a seatbelt, or now I'm so large that I can't even leave the house. And then I'm like, really? Are you sure you wouldn't let this happen to yourself? Like, it happens, right? And and I'm telling you that because I want to be really transparent and, you know, like I always am with you guys, but it's not my place to judge them, right? Because there are plenty of people that could say the same thing about me you know, that are much smaller and be like, how could you let yourself go? How could you let yourself get to that weight, you know? And I'm bringing that up because all of this dialogue that I've shared with you so far is not the actual point of today's podcast, but 
that mentality of how could you let this happen? And then you can turn it on yourself when you say to yourself, how could I let this happen to myself, right? And so when I'm sitting here watching my 600-pound life, I'm noticing, just like I did with the victim mindset, I notice there's these common traits, right? And the traits that the 600-pound people have are the exact same traits that I used to have that caused me to gain so much weight. And they are the same traits that I see in some of my community members that join Irresistible You and some of the people that come into my master class and some of the people that, you know, want to enroll into the program. And I really want to talk about this because it's important. And, you know, back in my in in my time when I was going through my journey and everything like that, like if I hadn't made the decision that enough was enough, that I needed to really dive in and figure out what's going on here, I could easily be like those people. So I have no room to judge them because the mentality, whether you weigh 200 pounds, 300 pounds, or 600 pounds, the mentality that got you to the whatever the weight is, whatever the number is that is causing you misery and is causing you to not enjoy and love your life, the mentality is the same. So we can't judge your 600 pounds. How the hell did you let that happen? Because if I hadn't put a lie in the sand and made this firm decision that I was in enough pain at the time that I had to solve this and I have to figure out what's going on to get the weight off, but to also like fix the things that are causing the weight to be here. If I hadn't done that, I don't know where I would be. I I don't know where I would be. So we can't judge people for that. So um, I want to talk about those traits and the things that I see from both the show and the things that I see from other women here in the community that I talk to and that I interact with and that I personally have been through. So I'm not just saying this stuff, right? Like I'm telling you this because I've lived it. Um, and I really understand the mentality of an overweight woman and what she's going through and how painful that is and how it infiltrates into every single area of your life when you're struggling with your weight. Um, Because being overweight like that, it's painful beyond measure. And it's no way for you to have to live. And I'm not just talking about the physical limitations because there's so much else going on mentally that's painful that the world doesn't realize and the world hasn't, I feel like as a whole society kind of ignores that piece of it and you just get deemed a fat, lazy person, right? And if me sharing all of this can save you or anyone else from going through all of that misery, then my job here is completely worth it. So let's dive into those, shall we? Okay, so trait number one, if you wake up one morning and you think, how did I get here? How have I gained all this weight? One of the number one traits is that there is a trigger moment or a series of moments or events that has caused you to gain all of the weight. So excessive weight gain is not the actual problem. 
it's a symptom of something larger, no pun intended. And I'm not talking about someone who's gained 20 pounds or 40 pounds because they love pizza and they're no longer the spring chicken they were when they were 18 and now they, you know, can't lose weight as quickly and they can't burn the fat off as easily. That's different. So like, you know, or the we're in love, you know, 20 pound weight gain. We're not talking about that kind of stuff. I'm talking about like excessive weight gain, right? This is typically, and I'm saying like for me and on the show, like it's typically triggered by some type of event, moment, series of moments, some type of trauma, some type of thing that happened. And a lot of times on the show, you know, they dive into that and they teach you or not teach you, but they tell you about like what happened to that person. Right. And I also want to say here, I know we've talked about this in prior episodes that trauma comes in different forms. We have big T trauma and we have little T trauma. And, you know, when we say trauma, a lot of times we think it has to be like this big, horrible, ridiculous event that happened to us. And that's not always the case. It can be a culmination of things, comments, the media, friends, family, things that are said to you, done to you, like all these little things that aren't really that little, but they pile up over time, right? And, or it could be like this one massive event. So my point here is that when you've put on a lot of weight and you're using food as a coping skill, that was probably triggered by something, right? And so that's what I'm always talking about too, like with the emotional weight that we have to dive in and figure out, like, where is this coming from? And once you're aware of that, then you get to make that decision about, am I going to stay having a victim's mindset or am I going to now use this as just information to move forward and learn a better way, right? So that weight gain comes because you don't have any other coping mechanisms. So you turn to food, right? Now, trait number two that I see and that I've experienced when it comes to how did I get here? How have I gained all the weight? It's mindless eating. Now, what is mindless eating? Mindless eating is when... Let's say you order takeout and you order an appetizer and a pizza and a dessert. And next thing you know, it's all gone, right? And you're sitting there, oh, my stomach and you're in pain and you're just like, oh my God, where'd the food go? How did I get here? It's the mindlessness and the mindlessness causes you to eat and eat and not realize that you're gaining weight. So... The mindless eating is like you're zoning out, you're numbing yourself with food, um, you're eating food and inhaling it so quickly. And here's an example, like you're eating and you're shoving it in your mouth so quickly that before you even swallow the food, you're taking the next bite and you're not enjoying the food, you're not savoring the food, you're not like taking breaks between bites, right? You're just mindlessly eating. Mindless eating also comes like you stand in the kitchen. You stand up and eat. You should never do that. You sit or you stand in front of the fridge and you just eat, right? So mindless eating 
is like you're here, but you're not here, right? I don't know if that makes sense. Like you are not fully in the moment and you're not present. So you're eating all this food, but you're not realizing that you're doing it in a sense. So um, I did this a lot, right? Like I would just, I would eat so many different things. And when I had my big weight gain, the, the first like big weight gain that I had, I got fat on eating Hot Pockets multiple times a day, right? I would eat a Hot Pocket and immediately go back to the kitchen and I used to have these big, huge, fluffy bagels and I would cover them in butter. And I mean, we're not measuring, we're not moderating, we're just dripping butter. And then I would eat those, right? And then I would come back later and get more things. And then we would go out and we would get fast food and we would go out to eat. And when I say go out to eat, it was with no limit, no moderation. I'm talking appetizer, entree, dessert, and not a thing left over. So this mindless eating that I was doing, I wasn't aware. I wasn't like being conscious about the decisions I was making. I wasn't measuring. I wasn't tracking. It was just like eating and eating and eating and eating. That's binge eating, right? It it's, comes from this mindless feeling. And the mindless eating, it's not in isolation to eating. When you're in this phase and you're in this this point of emotional binge eating and you're out of control, you're probably, you're not probably, you are, you're mindless through pretty much everything that you're doing. Like you've gone to another place to try to escape how you're actually feeling right now because you don't want to feel the way you feel in your body. Okay, so trait number three, um, and this is a big one. This is such a big one, and I see it all the time in my community, and I see it in my past self and the things that I experienced, and when I was watching the show, like, this triggers me. (laughs) Like, I was getting so upset with the amount of denial that goes on. Um, And I know it's infuriating for me because I know what it feels like and I can see my old self and those people and like just, you just want to like shake them and be like, wake up. I want you to see that there's better for you, right? Like, so when I had my weight gain, the one that we've been talking about here on the show, like I was in complete denial, right? And it's a slow process, right? There's a quote and it goes, gradually, then suddenly. That's how this stuff happens. Gradually, then suddenly. And I can't remember where that was from. It was some book that was referencing like bankruptcy. And the guy goes, how did this happen? And they're like, gradually, then suddenly. You don't just, that doesn't just happen overnight, right? We don't gain 100 pounds in a month overnight. It doesn't happen that way. It happens gradually and then suddenly. And the way that this stuff happens is you're mindless. You're numbing with food. You're zoning out. And you're in complete denial that anything is wrong, right? Um, Back in my my example here with me, like I slowly just stopped wearing the clothes that I loved, especially my little short, short denim shorts and my jeans. I stopped wearing them. And in my mind, I had convinced myself that I just didn't want to wear those things anymore. And I was starting to actually like dress up more and like wear skirts 
they're stretchy, right? They were stretchy skirts and I was wearing more stretchy pants and I just started wearing more stretchy clothes. And I, that's like a big thing that I always tell you guys, like if you want to stay aware and you want to stay mindful of your body and the weight and like preventing the weight gain, wearing your skinny jeans and wearing denim, you need to do it. Because when you stop wearing those things and you get these clothes that have more stretch, you just stay in denial about the weight gain, right? So I also, for my health, like I stopped having a period. It was almost a year that I didn't have a period and I was just in denial about it, right? I couldn't walk around my college campus without feeling like I was going to pass out. And I can clearly remember the day looking in the mirror at my stomach and seeing these red, I mean red, angry, like they just look angry streaks ripping across my once perfect skin. My stomach had literally started ripping apart because of the weight gain and Even looking in the mirror and seeing that and feeling devastated and thinking I'm ruined, that didn't even stop me. It just threw me into even more of a depression, right? Because I thought, I can't believe I did this to myself. I've ruined myself. So I just numbed, went to that other place stayed mindless and stayed in denial, right? And I started to convince myself that I wanted my clothes to have a little, to, you know, fit a little looser. So that's why I'm going to buy a 2X. I want it to fit a little bigger. That's why I'm going to go buy a size 20, right? Until they weren't loose anymore. And the most ridiculous example that I can share with you is I had these really cute brown ankle boots and I loved them except they never fit. They could not zip up over my ankle or my leg. So being in complete denial, I wore them anyway. You guys, I wore them unzipped for God's sakes. And I told myself and everyone else around me, oh yeah, girl, like this is a new style. You're going to be seeing it everywhere. You know, it's cute, blah, blah, blah. Y'all, denial is real. And as long as you are in denial about your circumstance and what you're doing, you won't change because there won't be any room for you to change, right? So denial comes in how much you're eating, what you look like, uh, the clothes. Like there's all these different ways that you're you're in denial about your situation. So... Also, staying in denial means I don't have to deal with this. Trait number four is entitlement. So you wake up one morning and think, oh my God, how did I get here? How did I gain all of this weight? One of the traits that contributes to this mentality that gets you there is entitlement. And I like to call this the, I always say inner fat girl. You guys hear me say that a lot, but like this is the entitled inner fat girl that lives inside of you. And this is the voice that tells you, 
oh my God, girl, you need something sweet. And I mean, like, I know y'all get this if you struggle with it, but it's like this, like, I need to have something sweet. And if I don't have it, I'm probably going to die. Right. And it's like this, this urge that you almost can't control and you tell yourself that you deserve it. And if you don't get it, you throw this major tantrum. And on the show, 600 pound life, I always see this, like there's so much entitlement going on and it's usually like the overweight person, they get so angry with their enabler because all of them on the show typically have an enabler or a couple enablers in their life. Um, and an enabler is someone that is basically contributing to the issue that's like buying you the fast food, buying you the sweets. And on the show, none of those people can basically leave their house, most of them. So they always have someone that's like enabling the behavior, right? You see it with addiction all the time. So even like it kills me, like even when the person is in the hospital recovering from weight loss surgery, they have these enablers in their life bringing in the food, the junk food. And this isn't about an enabler. This is the entitlement. Like they feel so entitled to eat the foods that they want to eat when they want to eat it, that they will stop at nothing or you will stop at nothing to get what you want. And if that means having someone in your life that is enabling you, and you may not have that because you also might be your own enabler. Right. And so that entitlement, that again is that victim mentality that's showing up because entitlement in this in this circumstance comes from you thinking that you are so unique and your circumstances are so terrible that I'm entitled to eat whatever I want because I had a bad day and nobody understands and 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 no one is going through what I'm going through and and blah, 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 excuse, 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 right? So entitlement is going to cause you to gain the weight. And as long as you have that entitlement that you're entitled to, you know, have a binge tonight, you're entitled to hit the drive through, you're entitled to eat the sweets you're going to stay in this mindset. You're going to stay overweight. Um, So number five, the number five trait that I'm going to talk about today is not asking or accepting help. So emotional binge eating is a form of addiction. And all addicts, be it food, drugs, alcohol, what have you, also have a streak of selfishness. It's a very selfish disease. And a common trait that I see all the time is thinking that you can enter the recovery journey alone without any help. Because there's this mentality, this mindset of, I can do it myself, I don't need anyone else. And that's coming from a place, okay? (laughs) Like, let's go back to number one with the, the trigger moments. That's coming from somewhere. Thinking that you can just do it by yourself. You don't need anyone, you know. And that's the thing I always tell you guys. Like, let's just, the whole, like, put your head down, start over on Monday, go hardcore, and just, you know, like, just try to get it done yourself. It's not gonna happen. Because if it if it worked, you would be thin already. You would have your issues resolved already. 
And a lot of times this not wanting help, not accepting help, not asking for help comes from feeling too prideful, too shameful to admit that you even need the help, right? Because if you're asking or accepting help, that means you're also admitting there's a problem in the first place, right? And, you know, this is a big one. And I see it all the time where people like share with me their issues that they're going through. And I'm like, yeah, I have a solution for you. Like, I can help you with this. Like, I know I can help you with this. Like, I'm 110% confident I can help you with this. And they don't take the help, right? So this, again, it goes back to denial and thinking, number one, I don't have a problem. I just got to get the weight off. I'll figure it out later. I'm okay. And then not asking for help and not accepting help is just going to keep you stuck in, in the cycle, right? And if any of us could do this journey alone, everyone in the world would be thin with no issues, right? <laughs> like we can't. We're, we're humans. We are hardwired to connect with other people. And the way that we get through this stuff is by getting the help that we need. And sometimes we don't know what we need, right? So all of these traits are very common when it comes to, you know, emotional binge eating and weight gain. And I want you to really think about these things and see if these are things that you find yourself doing, you know, because as long as you're continuing these behaviors and continuing to do these things, you're going to stay overweight and you're going to stay stuck even more important in that mindset and you're going to hang on to that emotional weight. And I don't want that for you. I want you to get to a place where you can realize that, you know, life is really beautiful and there's so many things to enjoy. And, you know, I just, I understand what it's like to be on both sides. And this side is so much better, you guys. It's so much better. So I'm going to start to wrap things up here. I hope some of this like hit a nerve and really resonated with you. And if it does, send me a DM, send me a message or, you know, hey, put a rating and review on iTunes if the podcast is helping you because that also helps me. Um, And I would greatly appreciate that because this stuff is important and we got to work through it. So Um, yeah, if you enjoyed this, um, I'd love to hear from you once again, and also be sure to use hashtag irresistible you in Instagram on any of your posts. Um, I'd love to see what you're up to, how you're creating your irresistible life and your journey as well. So until next time, guys, stay irresistible.